Um, my name is Emerald Cancel, and I'm the president and founder of Lissy's Legacy of Love. So what inspired you to create the foundation? Well, my um, niece, Lissy, passed away uh, very unexpectedly from a drug overdose. She was um, doing great, um, staying clean, doing what she was supposed to do. Um, she was going back to school um, in the fall, and she had a little um, baby boy. Um, Malachi and um, just everything was going great for her um, and just not exactly sure if it was you know the COVID you know lockdown or postpartum depression that drove her to use one more time but that time was her final time and um, her grandmother found her in her bed um, deceased um, so when I got the call that she had passed away. Um, we were so close that I wanted to go see her. So I got to, um, to, to go see her body before they took it. Um, and I just knew when I looked at her that I had to do something like, this isn't how I wanted people to remember her. Um, she was so kind and so loving and giving, and she had an amazing laugh and she was so smart. Um, she wanted to go back to school and be a recovery counselor to help others. So it definitely wasn't my passion in life to, to start a nonprofit, but because I loved her so much and I, this is kind of her legacy, this is, this is what she wanted. So that's, um, that was kind of my driving force to, to start this. So what have you learned about, uh, you know, addiction and families and all that since you started? Right. Yeah. It's sad. Um, you definitely kind of have thick skin to hear some of the stories. It's just, it's heartbreaking. It's as a mom of seven children, my heart breaks when I hear these mothers tell me their stories or um, the grandparents tell me their stories that they're raising these grandkids. Um, it's, I didn't realize how it affects so many families. It doesn't matter. It doesn't discriminate who you are what your occupation is, what your household, what your income, it doesn't matter. It does not discriminate. It just takes one time. Um, and that's what I think that is is so important, you know, that we teach kids early that um, even just taking a Tylenol from somebody at school, you just don't know. And it's just, just don't do it. Um, so I think that's really important. But I, I've just learned so, so much empathy. <laughs> um, yeah. Definitely. Um, it, it's, it's just amazing um, what the community though does and comes together to help um, to help people in need. And I just feel like the kids are the most innocent victims. They don't have a choice who their parents are. They don't they don't get to say where mom and dad go or who they hang out with or what they spend their money on. Um, so that's kind of why we wanted to start the nonprofit with helping the kids um, and, and try to reach them and let them know that they're loved and they're important. And um, sometimes it's just a gift, just something to let them know that they're remembered. Yeah, can you tell me about the, the programs? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we started um, in Christmas, it was three years ago. Um, it was very unexpected. It wasn't something I set out to do. I knew I wanted to do something in Lissy's memory, but I wasn't sure exactly how or or why. Um, I don't have any formal training with nonprofits. I've never even volunteered really for a nonprofit. So um, I 
um, talked to a guy at a sober living house and I, I, I said, you know, I'd really like to do something special for your guys for Christmas. That was kind of how it all started. Um, I said, I remember, you know, Lissy saying when an organization did something nice for her, how much it meant. And I said, I want everybody to have something on Christmas. Um, and he's like, let me get back to you. So he calls back and he said, you know, the guys appreciate that offer, but they would really like for you to do something for their kids instead. Um, so that's kind of how it all came about. Um, that Christmas, we had, we helped 51 kids. Um, oh that was before we were even a 501c3. Um, so it was all done for my house, <laughs> in my craft room, in my basement, um, organized it. And um, they had full-blown Christmas stockings, you know, six gifts, seven gifts a piece. It was, it was amazing what our community did. Um, so it just kind of snowballed from there. Um, we got our 501c3 um, in July. So it'll be two years this July. And um, it's, it's a lot of paperwork, <laughs> but it's definitely rewarding. Um, we we do Easter baskets, we do um, Christmas gifts, and now we just started a new program where we do um, birthdays, um, and we do birthday gifts for the kids that need help. So um, I overheard a mother who was struggling um, with recovery tell her probably about a six-year-old little boy that she didn't have money for a birthday this year, but she would do a double birthday next year. And as a mom, that broke my heart. Like he he doesn't understand that, you know, he that's his day. That's his important day. So um, that's kind of where the idea came from that I want all kids to have something on their birthday to let them know they're special. And it doesn't matter what their circumstance is, but you know, it doesn't dictate who they can be. So I really wanted to do something. So we started the birthday program last March and we've helped um, 90 kids so far with that program. So it's definitely been an amazing adventure. Most of the people that we help are grandparents and, um, you know, on limited income. So this really helps a lot of them have multiple grandchildren. So they kind of just it fell in their lap, per se. And now they have to find where they're going to get money for Christmas or birthdays and um, so I really wanted to take the pressure off of them and let them focus on, you know, dealing with important <laughs> matters instead of gifts. Um, so, yeah, we've had positive, wonderful feedbacks. Um, lots of families we've helped multiple years. Um, so it's you definitely get attached to them. You get attached to the kids and um, the families that you're helping. It's it's kind of like a, a little little universe that, you know, this a lot of people don't understand addiction. And when you're suffering um, with alongside somebody that's that's addicted, it's very eye opening because you don't have control over that. It's but you have to live the consequences of their choices. And it's it's very disheartening sometimes. So we can kind of relate with each other. And it's a, it's a little, you know club that I wish no one could be a part of really. <laughs> How has the organization helped you and Lizzie's mom's healing process? My sister's struggling. Um, Lizzie's mom, she's, she's struggling. Um, my sister was a mama bear. It, she, if love could have saved Lizzie, she would still be here. Um, my sister, um, She's a year and 10 months older than me. And I've always looked up to her. And I, I said, I would never be as strong as my sister. She is just mentally tough. She did what she had to do to keep Lissy safe. And um, so she's 
she's real, she's struggling. Um, but I kind of took that same grief and, and turned it into energy and motivation to do and help others. Um, I don't want anybody to feel the way I felt when hearing that she was gone. Um, and that, that kind of gives me my motivation to, to keep going and, and to help others. Cause it's nonprofit is a thankless job, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's definitely one of those jobs, you know, you, you don't make money on it. You do it because you, you love and you're passionate about whatever organization that you're, you're working with. And um, my love for Lissy definitely drives on those frustrating days or tired or stress. I remember, I want people to remember Lissy for who she was and not the bad choices that she made. Um, we've all made bad choices. And if we would die in that second that we made our bad choice, that would be horrible to re be remembered like that. Um, so I wanted the world to know who my sweet Lissy was, who is um, awesome and, and positive and helpful. And um, so when they hear her name, I want them to remember that. How is uh, Malachi doing? He's great. He um, She had him the day before my birthday. So he just turned three on February 7th. Um, he's he's great. Um, my sister and um, Lissy's grandparents both have shared custody of him. Um, he's very smart. He's into planets. He can name all the planets. Um, very, very intelligent. I think it's that from his mom <laughs> that he's, she never had to work hard for her grades. And I think Malachi is going to be just like that. So he's happy and smiley and yeah, he hears stories about his mom. So he'll, he'll always know who she was and how important she was. Where do you want to see the organization in the next three to five years? Well, I would love to say, I hope it it just closes down and we don't need it anymore. <laughs> but realistically, right. um, I would absolutely love to have um, a facility um, where we could help um, people when they get in situations of getting custody of these kids um, to have somewhere they could, you know, get clothing or bedding or necessities that they need. Um, sometimes children's services says, hey, here's, here's the child, you know, you take them or we're putting them in foster care. And there's not a whole lot of organizations that help with, you know, clothing, emergency clothing and blankets. And um, so it would be nice to have like an actual office facility to be able to have help families um, maybe do programs or workshops or um, special things for the kids. Um, so that's definitely on our radar. Um, things are still ran from my home right now. So it makes things a little bit difficult with space and storage and things like that. Um, um, so that's definitely on our radar. Um, I'd definitely like to include more programs in the future, um, more hands-on um, events for kids um, struggling, um, Easter egg hunts, or just special camp, day camps, or just um, some little festivals, um, something just for them to do. So that's, that's our five-year goal. 